uh, playing this particular song every Easter is to share it with others, to let them know of what life could really look like if Christ was at the center of our lives. Uh, I love the chorus here. Uh, when it, uh, the song is You Raised Me Up. Uh, and the chorus here states, uh, You raised me up so that I can stand on mountains. You raised me up so I can walk through stormy seas. I am strong when I am on your shoulders. You raised me up to more than I can be. And as we hear this song this morning, and please forgive me if it sounds a little out of tune. Um, it's been a while since I've played this, uh, but I really wanted to uh, share this with you this morning as we are reminded of the Savior that we have in our lives. And may that uh, bring us hope this morning to um, be inspired and restore our hope in Him. Just give me a quick second here.
that a life that we can literally stand on the biggest of mountains. That's right. A life that we can walk through the most deepest and stormy seas. We can have this life because the one who died on that cross has risen. Yes, sir. He has risen indeed. And because of that, we can have a life you know, it amazes me as I play through the song, as I mentioned and shared to you before, of, of, of what the song means to me personally. It helps me, remind me, in the times when I do walk through those stormy uh, seas, when I'm faced with those big mountains and have no idea how I'm going to climb up there. This song reminds me that when I am with Christ, Yes, sir. When Christ is at the center of my life, then and only then can I go up on the mountaintop and sing hallelujah That's and right. praise to his name Amen. and shout the victory. Amen. That's right. It's only by then that we can truly have victory. All we need to do is believe. Amen. You know, one of the greatest things about Easter coming on this uh, on this Sunday is not only to be reminded again and again and again about the power of his resurrection but to be inspired this morning yes, to sir. know him as our savior to know the things that he is capable That's and he right. is willing to do in your lives how often do we forget about the glorious God that we have That's in right. our lives That's right, when we sir. are struggling to know how God is working in our That's lives. Right. To know when, uh, when we face uncertainties, trials, and temptations that we tend to forget that he has won the victory already. Amen. And he that victory Amen. Right That's there. right. Amen. Yes, sir. Be yes, inspired sir. this right. morning. Yes, sir. Be inspired that you have been wiped clean That's with right. the precious blood of the Lamb. Amen. He has made the way for you. Yes, he has. He has departed the seas, moved the mountains so that you can live in victory. Mm -hmm. All we need to do is believe. Do you believe in your Lord and Savior this morning? Amen, yes. Do you believe in the power of his resurrection? Yes. Do you believe that he is truly the Son of God? Yes. Yes, sir. My friends, this here is what we believe. That's right. This is what our whole faith is based upon. Do you believe? That's right. Amen. Yes. Do I... you believe? The scripture that we just read this morning in Luke chapter 24, Jesus appears to his disciples for the very first time. And he asked the same question to the disciples as he is asking you today. That's right. Do you believe? Do you believe in me? Have I not shown you all that I can do in your life? Have I not proven to you right. by, hanging, uh, by going up on that cross for you? Have I not done enough? You see, my friends, as we uh, indulge into this, in this scripture, my prayer is that it is time for his church to believe again. That's right. Yes. It, is it is time that we believe again to renew our faith so that we can share this message to the whole wide world. You know, God chooses his church to share this message. Yes. 
Because there are so many people out there, and perhaps we know some of those people right now who are dying in their sins, who have no idea about the victory that That's they right. have Amen. in That's Jesus. Right. That's and right. what are we going to do as a church? That's Amen. right. Amen. Do we believe? Yes. Do we believe? It is time for us to be, it's time for us to believe again. To be inspired so that we can share his message of salvation to the whole wide world. Mm -hmm. We cannot do this alone. We cannot fulfill a mission if we don't believe it. That's right. It's never going to happen. That is why God has given us his son. That's right. Amen. So that it is possible to share this gospel message to the whole wide world. If you look with me in Luke chapter 24, uh, verses 36 through 48, Jesus appears to his disciples, and this is what he begins with. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw the ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts raise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me. See and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. So, just kind of giving you a little context behind this, uh, Jesus appears to his disciples for the very first time. He uh, uh, sent his resurrection. And if you were to read this, uh, if you were to read this uh, uh, portion of scripture, it would be very easy to, to uh, view it as, oh, he just appeared to them the day after. Why are they afraid? Why should they be afraid? Because he told them everything that he was going to do, and he did it. And he did it. My friends, when he first appeared to the disciples, it was 40 days after his resurrection. Mm -hmm. 40 days of the Roman Empire looking all throughout the city of Jerusalem and all throughout the nation of Israel and the Jewish community looking for his body because he was nowhere to be found. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was the greatest controversy to the Jewish community and the Roman Empire. It was a threat to them mm -hmm. because of what he said he was going to do, that he would die and be risen in the third mm -hmm. day. And he did it. Yes, he did. He did it, and everybody went looking for him. So, as the Roman Empire and the Jewish community is going out looking for them, you know, uh, they, they automatically assume that the disciples took the body somewhere so that people can believe. So they were coming after the disciples, and the disciples were filled with fear. I mean, they were filled with fear to the point where they wouldn't even think about stepping one foot out of the house. That's how dangerous it was for them. And... And so through 40 days, they've been filled with fear and doubt and uncertainty. Uh, of course, Mary shared with them 40 days ago that uh, he has risen, uh, but yet they still didn't believe. But then we see Jesus appears to them. 
not just as a ghost. That's right. That's flesh and blood. That's yeah. right. Showing the holes in his hands, the holes in his feet, saying to them, Peace be with you. That's right. It's amazing what God can do in our lives when our hearts are full of fear. It is amazing how God comes into our lives and appears to us in many different ways to say the same words that he is saying to us today. Peace be with you. Amen. You see, Jesus did not share these words as a common greeting, for peace be with you was a common greeting uh, back in those days. But he shares it as a message of hope, as a message of courage and comfort, knowing that the one who was there 2,000 years ago is the one that is still here Amen. today. Yes, yes. He is here to cleanse and to heal, to cover. I'm not going to go down that tangent, but you know what I'm getting oh, at. Yeah. Amen. Oh, yeah. Amen. with us. Yes, he is. Therefore, what should we be afraid of? What is there to doubt about and fear about? Sure, life is going to throw us curveballs, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is going to throw us those stormy yeah, seas and mountains yeah. uh, to shake our faith. But when we believe through our faith that we are able to see Him work in our lives in those moments, as a matter of fact, when our hearts are fear, fearful and now our immediate response should be to look above, uh, to look above rather than down here, that's because right. the things above is what matters the most. Yeah, that's Amen. Right. We truly believe, and the more that we put that belief into our uh, into our practice, when we choose to believe, when we encounter with those fears, then we can truly see God working in our lives. Yes. Fear is a thing. It prevents so many, so many people to share this word with the world and to let it out. What should we fear? Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 says, Fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. You I will uphold you with my righteous hand. The God who was there 2,000 years ago is the God that is still with us today. Yes, he is. He wants you to know that. And there are many different ways that God makes his presence known in our lives. And one of the greatest ways he does it is through his word. Is through his word. Look with me in Luke chapter 24, verses uh, 44. He said to them, this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Uh, yes, I'm going to stop right there. So throughout Jesus' ministry, before he went on the cross, he's been telling the disciples, look, I have come here to save the world, and this is how I'm going to do it. 
I am going to die on that cross, and on the third day, I'm going to rise again. And salvation will be granted to the whole wide world for those who believe in me. And you would think, with all the miracles that he performed right in front of them, and all that he did, you would think they would believe. And here God is saying to them, look to the law of Moses, look to the prophets, the Psalms, all over. I mean, uh, it, it, uh, the Old Testament prophesies the, the coming of Messiah like around 500 different times. How much more do they need when they have God's word to go based on? It has been prophesied for hundreds and thousands of years. And Jesus has come to fulfill it. And how does he prove this to us? Right. By the same reason why we are here this morning. Amen. Right. Amen. That's right. He fulfilled it. Yes, he did. It is done. Because it says it right here. You know, one of the beautiful things about God's word is it's not just a fancy old textbook of old stories back in the day of one nation. No, it is God's living word. That's right. It is God's living word uh, that will inspire us this morning. And I want to uh, finish reading this portion of scripture here when he tells them in verse 45, then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scripture. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance uh, for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. You see, God gives us his word to inspire us. Because it's a living word. God talks through his word as we hear about what God is wanting in our lives to know exactly how God can, can do miraculous things in your life just like he did uh, with people back in those days. He gives us his word to help us comfort in the moment when we don't believe. That's right. He gives us his word so that we can be inspired. Amen. You know, one of the great things about uh, the Bible is it's also a, a, a great jigsaw puzzle, if you will. Because in this portion of scripture, he doesn't really necessarily give the way of how he made the scriptures understood. But if you were to read John chapter 20, verses 22, and if you give me here just a minute as I pull that up, this is what the Gospel of John wrote the encounter as. Uh, this is John chapter 20, verses 21 through 20. And it says again, he said, Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You see the difference there? Luke writes it as understanding. John writes it as the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's right. The Holy Spirit. Another, another word for breathing is inspired. That's right. God gave his word in that moment. And as he gave his word to his disciples, they were inspired. They were inspired by his truth. 
knowing that what it means in their life, what it means for the whole wide world, they were so inspired to the point where they they couldn't sit any longer. They had to jump out of their seats and tell someone. Yes. They yes. had to tell someone yes. that our Jesus Christ has risen yes. from the dead yes. and salvation is made for the whole wide yes. world. How many of us are wanting to do that this morning? Amen. How many of us, as we have received his word and been be inspired by his word, is wanting to share that message? Yeah. How many of us here today are wanting to do that? You see, my friends, it doesn't take much for God to inspire you this morning. Right. All you have to do is just open your heart to the idea of what God can do in your life. Read his word. Pray to him. That's just right. open to the idea of it, and God will inspire you. Preach. Amen. Preach. He will That's right. You. Preach. That's right. He will Amen. You. Yes, he will. The thing is, we just have to open our hearts That's right. To it. That's yes, right. Sir. That's it. Amen. That is literally it. That's right. the great God that we serve this morning. That's right. He wants to show you what he can do through your That's lives. Right. He wants to prove to you what you can do in your life. He wants to inspire you this morning. That's right. And perhaps Amen. some of us here are still combating with fear and doubt and worry and uncertainty mm-hmm. that we are so blind by that fear that we have shut our hearts and closed our mm-hmm. minds to the possibility of what God can do That's in right. those situations. Yeah. My friends, it doesn't take much. Mm-mm. It does not. God gives us his word. Yes, he, he gives does. us his word right here, his holy and pleasing and active word. He opens our understanding. He opens our hearts with his word. Hebrews 4, uh, verse 12, here says this. It describes God's word as this. Give me one second here. Hebrews 4, chapter 12. For the word of God is alive, and it's powerful. It is sharper than the the sharpest two-edged sword. Cutting between the soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Mm-hmm. That's his word. That's right. It gives us what we long for. It gives us the outmost desire. My friends, if you are not inspired this morning, take my word for it. Take his. Right. He wants to show you what he can do in your life. He wants to show you the very things that he has in store for you. And how he can make things possible in your life. And as we As we hear his word this morning, and if this is something that you want in your life, well, that's Christ, not reverse it. My friends, this is great news. This is news that we should not keep to ourselves. Amen. 
one, um, his name uh, escapes me, but we watched a video of him at our uh, evangelist gathering of an atheist who said, why wouldn't you want to share this message? If you believe in it, why shouldn't you share it? It's a message of life or death. That's right. Share the good news. This is what Jesus tells the disciples. You are my witnesses of these things. I'm going to send you what my Father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. You know what's the greatest thing about this particular verse? We don't have to wait. We can be his witnesses right now. That's right. Amen. He's ready to make you a witness. That's right. His spirit is here with us. It is ready to empower you, to strengthen you, to change your very life to reflect his salvation. Do you want to be that? Do you want to be that message this morning? Amen. Do you want to share with others because Christ lives that I can have a life of victory? That's right. Perhaps some of us here today are finding it hard to see the victory. Perhaps for some of us here today, don't know how God will work things out. Or maybe even perhaps some of us here are afraid to share this message of salvation with someone because we are afraid to be rejected. My friends, with God all things are possible. One of my favorite and my life verse is Mark chapter 9, verse 23. When someone doubted Jesus for what he could do, Jesus replies back by saying, anything is possible for the one who believes. That's right. Amen. It begins right there. And my prayer is that you would take that step of faith. No matter where you are in your walk, no matter if you're new to this or old to this or still walking, choose to believe. Don't live in suffering. Don't live in defeat any longer. Have that victory. It's here. It is right here. In the moment. We come to this special place is the moment that we are given the power to be his witness, the power of the Holy Spirit, the spirit that rose him from the grave. Right. Amen. That is the power we can have. The question is, are you ready? Are you ready to choose to believe? Are you ready to choose 
that no matter what life may bring, no matter what life may throw at me, no matter what my siblings or family or friends or anybody around this area says, that I will choose to believe. That's right. Yeah. And I will choose to be his witness. Yeah. And I will rely on his strength every day, just as how he raised me up. He sure can raise you up to more than what you can. Are you ready to see that? Amen. Are you ready to see what God can do for you? We are going to um, sing a song called By Grace Alone. And it is by His grace that He can make these things possible in your life. But the choice is yours. The choice is yours. Will you choose to believe? Will you come here and now to receive him and let him work wonders in your life? Amen. I don't know about you, but it's kind of like the grandfather effect other than the death part. It's an offer you can God is ready to do miraculous things. Are you going to choose to believe? If so, and if the Holy Spirit is leading you, come now as we sing praise to
his witnesses this morning. My prayer is that when all else fails, that we will choose to believe. That we will stand on his resurrecting power to know that through him, we can have the victory. Amen. I pray that that is your life today. I pray that if you have not fully accepted Jesus Christ yet as your Lord and Savior, I pray that you make that day Live in victory. Let Christ show you what you can do in your life. And at this time, I'm going to ask Tommy to come up and read our confession. Brothers and sisters in Christ, rejoice always. Pray continually, give thanks in every situation because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now may the God of peace himself cause you to be completely dedicated to him. And may your spirit, soul, and hope and body be kept intact, labels in our Lord Jesus Christ's coming. The one who is calling you is faithful and will do this. Amen. Amen. You're dismissed.